Triple F Podcast, where we're focused on fashion, fitness, and of course food. This podcast is all about bringing these three parts of your life together to help you get the most out of your passions. We're here to help you look your best, feel great, and also indulge in some maybe not so hidden temptations. <laughs> we are by no means experts in any of these fields, but we do hope to bring people to the show who know what they're talking about and can help you with some of these aspects of your life. You only live once, so why not live a life worth living? On the show today, we have Omar Jibran of Honeydale. They are a catering company in Chicago specializing in Mediterranean and Syrian cuisines. They deliver the finest foods, pastries, and desserts in the Chicago area and the surrounding suburbs. They have the ability to cater big events such as wedding, dinner parties, baby showers, bridal showers, corporate events, breakfasts, brunch and lunch, all with their delicious and amazing Arabic and Mediterranean food. In addition, they also have single meal subscription services of their delicious meals directly delivered to your door in Chicago. Sit back, relax, and enjoy a great conversation with Anwar Jibra. Okay. So Anwar, tell us what you do in one to two sentences. So, um, I'm a medical, uh, I graduated from medical school two years ago and uh, now applying for residency. But meanwhile, uh, uh, I founded uh, a catering company called Honeydough uh, early this year with my uh, mom and my grandma. Uh, they are the cooks. They, uh, they have a long time experience in cooking and the Mediterranean food in general and uh, authentic Syrian dishes uh, in particular. And uh, yeah, so I work on uh, the medical uh, field and the uh, food business right now. Is it, so we actually had a chance to meet at the Strange Food Chicago Fest. You were mm. there with your company, Honeydough? Yes. Tell us how you got into Honeydough, if you have like uh, the background that you just explained. Yes, well, uh, um, uh, my grandma and my, my mom, they, uh, they came here to the States in late 2015, and uh, they were checking uh, for uh, an authentic uh, Syrian food here, uh, but they couldn't find the right place to go to. So, uh, uh, and also I was here uh, studying for my, uh, my boards and uh, I already did a few courses in finance and marketing. So I told them, uh, you have the skills to cook. Uh, I have the background, uh, the business background. So let's start a, a catering company. Mm -hmm. So here's how uh, uh, Honeydough was born. And uh, in early 2016, and uh, from that time, now it's it's doing great and it's growing. So tell us a little about Honeydough. Um, how did you guys choose the name? What is kind of the cuisine? What, what's the background on this catering company you guys started? As so uh, my uh, my mom's favorite uh, thing to cook is uh, uh, the milk cookie. Uh, so uh, she used to every morning uh, bake it just for fun because it's delicious uh, and it's uh, it has a, a really simple ingredients and, and it tastes great so uh, uh, so the idea started that she wanted to to sell uh, those cookies uh, so uh, we were 
brainstorming about the name of the company mm-hmm. and um, uh, because it's a sweet dough it's a it's a honey dough uh, so we said uh, let's try honey dough but uh, the dough you know the dough that we eat it's d-o-u-g-h but it's a long word uh, for for a logo or for a uh, company name so we figured to start a, a name that sounds like dough but has a different meaning so we chose Doe, D-O-E, because uh, it's the female deer, it's cute, it's, it's fun, and uh, uh, hence the logo, uh, the honeycomb, and uh, inside it there's the little deer. So here's the name uh, uh, that we, uh, uh, we chose, and um, uh, it was really uh, nice, it's catchy, uh, everyone remembers it. So... You guys started out doing milk cookies, but now your cuisine's expanded a little bit beyond that. What kind of stuff that you guys yes, actually, you know? yeah. So we started with that, and then uh, we saw there's a lot of demand on uh, the savory items, a lot of demand on on entrees. So we expanded our menu, and now we cover a wide range of of Mediterranean food and authentic Syrian dishes. Uh, from from hummus, it's uh, made from scratch with our uh, special recipe. Uh, most of the recipes are uh, my grandma's recipes. Uh, she's been cooking for fifty years, and uh, and it's amazingly delicious. And uh, we have a lot of dishes like falafel. Uh, uh, we have some authentic stuff uh, called kibbe, uh, which is uh, a mix of um, ground beef and and uh, cracked wheat. We make it as a meat pie. We have our uh, delicious mini pies, like mini cheese pie or spinach pies or uh, olive pie. Uh, we also have a variety of uh, combination of rice and vegetables and uh, uh, chicken. Uh, so it's a, a big menu, and we have a special menu for for vegan items for people who who likes uh, to enjoy the Mediterranean food, but they are vegan or vegetarian. Vegetarian. So, yeah, that's uh, super important. I've I've you know had events where I catered for it before. And I just, you know, got like a bunch of like random things for people. And I've had multiple people come up to me, hey, what's vegan, what's vegetarian? And I just exactly. didn't even think about it. I was just like, mm-hmm. always got a variety of things and hope people would eat it. I just yeah, just did not cross my mind at all to, yeah. to supply that. Mm-hmm. So how did like uh, Elkot come about? So you guys sat down and had a conversation. Let's, let's start this catering company. How, how did you yeah. find like your first clients? How did you get up and running? Well, you just go cook a bunch of food and sell on the street. <laughs> what, what did you uh, guys kind of do? What was the story there? Yeah, it's uh, it's actually uh, we started uh, the name. We chose to to start with a Facebook page just to see how people how would people react, and uh, we started offer our uh, friends and family just to taste the food, tell them that we're thinking about starting a company, a catering company, and. Um, uh, the Facebook page start growing. We start reaching for uh, for friends and family, and then uh, their friends they they uh, they tasted the food. They love uh, they love them, and started calling us. And uh, at that point, we we were yeah we need to do this. So um, we registered the company, did the whole licensing. Uh, paperwork, uh, the food safety thing, and 
uh, we started promoting. Uh, we usually promote via social media, okay. which is a great platform for us. That makes sense. I mean, there's always a handful of catering companies in town. You know, it's like obviously something that has to happen for weddings, for big events, etc. Exactly. So mm-hmm. what, what is kind of um, what differentiates your company from other catering companies out there? I mean, I guess I've actually never heard of you know a Middle Eastern catering company before, but I don't you mm-hmm. know, host that many events. Mm-hmm. Um, is that what kind of separates you guys? Is just like the cuisine itself, or what's kind of your differentiator? Um, actually, it's uh, um, it's multiple factors. Uh, one of them is there's um, there's no specialized catering uh, company for Mediterranean food, mm-hmm. uh, and especially uh, the Syrian cuisine. So um, we were checking. There's more, over uh, two hundred fifty thousand uh, Arabic speaking uh, residents in Chicago and the suburbs. So it's an a big market, and. Uh, um, there's a few few restaurants, few uh, brick and mortar shops that uh, that do uh, Mediterranean food, uh, but it's mostly the commercial Mediterranean, which is falafel, shawarma, or uh, hummus. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't have the wide variety that we offer. Uh, beside that, uh, we reach to also millennials that they don't have events but they also want to uh, to enjoy our food so we uh, we started uh, the single meals uh, model so uh, we uh, we pack our our meals in a microwave safe uh, plastic containers um, as a single meal and uh, we sell it to uh, to to millennials, if someone wants to enjoy a lazy afternoon, uh, just uh, they warm it up for for a few minutes and in the microwave and it's ready to go. So you don't have to uh, have a big event or a corporate event or a big dinner to enjoy our food. You can also enjoy it with uh, a single meal. Just save it in the fridge and warm it up and it's ready to go. Interesting. So how would someone actually purchase that? Do you guys have a storefront or... A food truck? Where, like, where would people purchase that? From? Um, we're mostly online. Uh, we uh, so we have a, a a private kitchen, and if someone wants to uh, to place an order, he can send us an email. Uh, and now we're we're developing our online store. Okay. But meanwhile, uh, they check our menu on Facebook. Uh, they call us or send us an email uh, of the event they're having or um, how many people, uh, what's their preferences, any allergies, and uh, we we cater a men and customize a menu for them. And then, and then we uh, we negotiate the price, and uh, uh, finally, if they choose the date, they choose the time, and uh, we send them the invoice with the payment uh, method, and uh, it's ready to go. And uh, we partnered with Uber to uh, do all the deliveries, so we have that covered. Okay, so is that like how Uber Eats operates? Is uh, they like partner with you, and then? You have like, um, like an Uber driver pick it up and then deliver it, kind of on demand. Is, it, is that kind of all? Um, well, actually, we we are part of other Uber service called Uber Rush. Okay. So Uber Rush, it's Uber for goods. So uh, they uh, 
we choose the destination, the name, the uh, the contact address, and everything, and uh, they do the delivery of. Uh, they have the capability of delivering, uh, you know, small to big orders. So uh, we depend mostly on their uh, their service uh, for delivering. But if there are some, if there's a corporate event uh, that they need, uh, like placing the. Uh, the trays um, in a certain way uh, have specific uh, table staging uh, for for their event. Uh, we have another uh, company that uh, we have a contract with. They do all the delivery with the staging. With they put everything in place uh, for the event. How did you find like all these partnerships? I mean, if I called up um, what is his name, the owner of Uber, and said, "Hey, I want to do a partnership." Like, there's no way the guy picks up my phone call. How, how did you guys find these partnerships? <clears throat> well, actually, uh, we were one of the uh, uh, early people who contacted Uber when they offered the service. Uh, okay. It's a fairly new service. Uh, maybe a year and a half ago, they started in Chicago. Uh, they started in, in San Francisco, but they started in Chicago like a year and a half ago. So I, I reached out with an email. They, um, they're more than welcome to... I guess if you reach out now, like Uber Rush, they, I think uh, they'll uh, they'll have you covered. I mean, that makes sense, right? So, mm-hmm. so it's just easy to get to, to contact them. Like they're they're obviously looking for vendors to to help supply, because if, if you don't have that, then people aren't going to use the service. Okay, that, that makes more sense. So it's more mm-hmm. like they made themselves available opposed to like you mm-hmm. need like a bunch of digging and things exactly. Like that so is the is the team just uh, you, your mom, and your, your grandma, or like what's kind of uh, the, the team dynamic on the, on the back end? Um, you mean uh, like how we uh, we operate, or yeah, exactly. Okay, so uh, so it's basically I they uh, they cover the the cooking, the uh, like all the the kitchen stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get help from from friends from time to time. There's a there's a big uh, order and um i cover the the logistics the uh, um, the financial part the management and um, by the beginning of the year we're planning to uh, to hire more people and uh, we're reaching out for uh, for for uh, hiring uh, syrian refugees actually okay. uh, to help them resettle in, in the city that's very noble of you that's, that's fantastic mhm so you you said uh, you moved here and you're doing some studies still. <clears throat> How do you kind of balance studies with uh, you know doing some work at Honeydew? Uh, well, uh, I uh, now I'm applying for uh, for uh, residency and uh, doing. Uh, I'm I'm part of a couple of research projects at uh, Rush University, and uh, I balance. Uh, I go a few days there, uh, and and then in the weekend I work on on Honeydew. When I come back, I do uh, the accounting and um, follow up the logistics. Uh, I my brother helps uh, sometimes with the deliveries, um, like with contacting Uber and stuff like that. So you know, I'm trying to balance now, and, and I'm trying to uh, to grow uh, the company uh, to the point that we can hire more and more people to help us optimize the process. 
Interesting. So, I think it's pretty easy to get a grasp of uh, you know the way you guys operate with the uh, the rush, the Uber rush delivery. It's you. Know, mm-hmm. but then, can you explain more on the the carrying side of it? Because like where we met was at the Strange Street Chicago Fest, mm-hmm. and you guys had to come in, set up your table. Mm-hmm. Um, you had this all these other things going on. Um, a yeah. lot goes into planning and making that work right. How do of course. you guys kind of work things together as a team? Like, you do cook like days before and then freeze it. Are you cooking the morning of and then taking the food directly there? What are kind of mm-hmm. the logistics of uh, supplying an important event? Uh, well, uh, we um, we source our uh, our produce and uh, the fresh vegetables uh, three times a week uh, mm-hmm. from uh, Restaurant Depot which is uh, a specialized company for restaurants and shops and catering companies. Uh, uh, they bring all the fresh stuff. They have uh, organic section. They have uh, for people if they want halal, uh, we can offer that. And um, yeah, 90% of our food, it's uh, cooked fresh for uh, customized for every order. Uh, some, um, uh, some food, we, we freeze it in the freezer and then we we bake it or fry it just before the order so so basically all our food is is fresh for every order customized for every order and ready to go interesting interesting yeah so mm-hmm. like as, as i mentioned you know we had the uh met at the strange street chicago fest and mm-hmm. i think people show up and enjoy it is festival something you guys have done in the past or do you mostly do just like catering for like a specific events like a wedding <laughs> or a party or something of that nature uh well this is actually uh, the first festival we participated in, in chicago uh, and uh i think it was very uh, successful for us and very helpful uh, that we were exposed to um, uh, and you know we uh, um we met a lot of people. We met a lot of blo- food bloggers, a lot of journalists, and uh, people uh, um, tasted our food, um, got our number. Our name was uh, was uh, 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 there, so uh, so it was really useful for us. So this is basically our first uh, festival uh, of that type, and um, we were um, we we're actually. Uh, we're covered by by multiple uh, media platform and uh, uh, food bloggers, but uh, we were really uh, we are really open for uh, to participate in in, in uh, festival in the future. So uh, we're looking forward to, uh, as we grow to to participate in multiple uh, farmers market, for example. Uh, is um, something we we're looking for in uh, summer two thousand seventeen. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, did you get a chance to try any of the other uh, vendors who were there? Uh, yes, actually, I did. I did try. Uh, there's uh, uh, one of the uh, the stands. They were doing uh, some some waffles and uh, with ice cream or yeah. something. <laughs> uh, that was good, actually. That was good. I liked it. And uh, there was a. Uh, this macaron uh, stand as well. Uh, I talked to the guy. Maybe maybe we can uh, partner with them uh, if we have any uh, event or something that they need uh, a dessert table. We can partner with some French food. Uh, 
we're really looking to to um, to serve the the events from A to Z. Uh, as we grow now, we're looking to. Uh, yeah of course maintain our concept maintain our menu but if people wants to uh, some macarons some other desserts some cake uh, if they want like um, uh, like serving uh, like in the event uh, they want waitresses if they want anything so we're looking to to partner up with with other companies to uh, to serve uh, people from a to z that makes a ton of sense. You seem like mm -hmm. a pretty ambitious, uh, driven guy with you know, your studies mm -hmm. and learning honeydew. What kind of drives mm -hmm. you and your company? You know, uh, like what keeps you motivated to, to make this successful? Um, well, actually, when when I uh, when I came to the states, I I fell in love with the uh, the entrepreneurship uh, uh, concepts and uh, you know that that environment here that I think it's uh, uh, it drives the economy right now uh, small businesses entrepreneurship startups uh, this culture uh, I, I, I really like so uh, I, I attend a lot of um, seminars a lot of courses at 1871 mm -hmm. uh, they have founder stories um, I get really inspired by by all those stories um, and also, you see all those uh, big names, uh, Shark Tank, you know, Silicon Valley, uh, all that. So uh, I think uh, um, uh, here in the United States, uh, the sky is the limit. If you, um, if you work hard, if you uh, uh, do your homework, I think you will uh, – uh, get to your goals. So um, uh, I have a lot of plans in my mind, and uh, hopefully, uh, uh, with the effort, with the right help, uh, I can get there. Awesome. So, what are some of like the, the challenges you've you faced along the way with Ronnie Honey? I've seen you're talking about all the great successes. You know, pretty much, you know, uh, profitable from day one with yes. your food. Mm -hmm. uh, what, what are some of like the challenges you guys are facing? I, mean, I, I can't imagine. Going and getting a private kitchen, prepping food on time every every time, transport's going as smoothly every of course. time. What, the, what are some of like the usual challenges you face with your company? Uh, well, actually, one of the big, uh, big challenges is sourcing. So um, we're really uh, uh, struggling. At, we struggled at first to find the right source, the right pricing, because you know especially in the, in the food business uh, the food cost is key uh, to keep your uh, your expenses down and and then to source the high quality with the uh, the cheapest uh, price possible uh, so uh, that was one of the big challenges now we're partnering up with uh, a company called Ziad products uh, they offer a wide variety of uh, Mediterranean uh, products and uh, like all the grains, all the the rice, uh, the crack weeds, uh, the grape leaves uh, from A to Z. They import from uh, from the Middle East, so uh, we use we always use their products. Uh, they give us really competitive prices. Uh, we use um, uh, Restaurant Depot for the fresh produce. And uh, the other challenge is with the, uh, the logistics. Uh, before uh, reaching to Uber, we uh, we were really struggling with like how are we gonna deliver? Uh, it's really expensive as we're starting to uh, to buy 
or maybe rent a car, rent a truck and hire someone to do the delivery, it's really expensive. So um, depending on a third party, always um, a good choice when you first start. So the logistics and also now, uh, as we're planning to grow, the funding is uh, really important. So um, we're profitable from day one, but uh, to expand, you need a, uh, a good amount of capital. So that's also uh, something where uh, we're having difficulty with. So um, um, as we grow, as we're building our credits, uh, so um, hopefully we'll, be, we'll figure that out. Yeah, you seem like a pretty smart guy, so I'm sure you've thought of, I come to your last point of, getting you know, additional investment income, either from credit or just self-funded or you know, going to mm-hmm. some angel money. What are your mm-hmm. thoughts on that? Because obviously, like you mentioned before, like Shark Tank and Silicon Valley, like people yes. think you just like willy-nilly can go get like $1.2 million for like 10% mm-hmm. of the company and you have to do like a two-minute pitch on Shark Tank and then everything's great. In reality, it's like not even close to that. And uh, I think a lot of people misinterpret what you actually are giving up when you do go get investor money in mm-hmm. the sense that like you no longer can make all the decisions like on your own. Um, yeah. And you have to kind of focus your end goals on different things. So what's going yeah. on through your mind on that end with the specific company? Well, actually, um, there uh, there's two things. Uh, if you want to look for a strategic partnership uh, that help us, uh, give us the connections, help us grow, uh, that's really important for us. But on the same uh, time, uh, we just started. So we need to increase, to increase our revenue uh, to reach a point um, uh, that we don't get, uh, you know, uh, diluted by, by uh, the investment the investment uh, so uh, because if we don't uh, get to a certain uh, revenue our va- company valuation will be low and uh, if you want a certain amount of money uh, they will get a big chunk of the company uh, maybe 50 60 percent so, uh, and and that it's really uh, not our uh, vision um, if you want to get a, a, an investor uh, we would really look forward between like 10, 20 percent uh, with a strategic partnership. Uh, that's why we need to reach a certain revenue uh, to get our company to a certain valuation uh, to get that investment. But meanwhile, we're working really hard. Um, uh, as a funding, we're profitable. We're generating money. So, uh, uh, so far, so good. But I'm sure we're going to reach a, a certain time and hopefully our company valuation will be big enough to get uh, a good uh, deal with an investor. So to that point, where do you kind of see the company in, in five years from now? Um, uh, actually, we're looking to, to grow. Uh, now, every month, we're, uh, we're growing about 50 to 75%. And uh, like in five years, we're looking to grow our catering business uh, to a point that we, we deliver for, for big events. But as well, uh, we're looking to grow the single meals uh, business as well and uh, to get into, um, uh, into Whole Foods or Costco uh, with the, the single meals. Uh, I think our product is really high quality and um, reach uh, the Whole Foods or Costco standards. And uh, for me, I, I, um, 
I go there all the time. I don't see they have Italian, they have Indian cuisine, but they don't have this authentic food that uh, we deliver. Um, we can go for like in the uh, fridge area. Uh, put our products there, the single meals, people can purchase it and uh, warm it up. And uh, Because now it's really trendy, the single meals um, market right now, and uh, it's it's booming. So so we're looking forward to uh, to expand on that area. Yeah, that definitely makes a lot of sense. I mean, mm -hmm. it seems like you guys are going about it the right way, you know, kind of mm -hmm. become profitable as quickly as possible. Exactly. Appropriately opposed to mm -hmm. buy off more than you can choose. Mm -hmm. yeah, before we uh, wrap up here anything else mm -hmm. you want to leave the listeners with that we haven't already touched upon well uh, um, just want to say that uh, thank you so much for for this opportunity uh, uh, to talk with you on your show and uh, uh, we're looking forward to uh, hopefully uh, in a few years uh, we'll reach our goals and, 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 and maybe have another talk and uh, see the progression and uh, hopefully uh, can meet you in person and uh, uh, and yeah I mean uh, the Chicago market is uh, is really promising and uh, it's a really good environment for for startups and small businesses so uh, hopefully uh, we can grow yeah I'm really excited too actually um, working with a couple friends on some events here in January and February so it's like perfect mm -hmm. timing that we had a chance oh, perfect. to connect here, so we'll definitely yeah. Be yeah, that'll be awesome. Actually, it's on my to-do list this week is to get everything sorted out for those, or at least begin the ball perfect. rolling, so it's perfect timing. Well, great. I really definitely do. I appreciate you taking the time, and have a great Thank night. Thank you. Appreciate it. You too. Take care. This was a fun episode for me to record, actually. I actually met Anwar at the Strange Food Chicago Fest, which I mentioned in the conversation. Loved his food. was so excited to finally get a chance to connect with him on this. I do a lot of event planning for different events I host. I actually currently in the process of planning an art call event and a tech event. So I really wanted to connect with a local caterer here that serves something a little bit different than a basic pizza, salad, etc. So I'm super excited to have a chance to utilize the services here in the beginning of the new year. If you guys are looking for someone who wants to spice up your life a little bit from a food perspective, highly recommend checking out Honeydale. I know I definitely will be. This episode is sponsored by our friends over at StakeHall. StakeHall is a social wagering app for the next generation. With StakeHall, you can easily challenge your friends to games of skill or even be a third-party judge between mutual friends. Stake your hard-earned cash, a night out in the town, or even just your dignity. They strive to be one of the most entertaining and most interactive social wagering platform on the market. StakeHall is an app that you download on the App Store. Uh, right now it's on iOS only. Soon to be coming into Android where you can challenge your friends to some fun games. I've challenged some friends to a game of ping pong. I've challenged some game friends to a round of hot wing eating contests. Right now I'm in the challenge of Movember. Things of that nature. Absolutely incredible. Ever have that friend that takes a bet with you and then the other doesn't want to pay up and says, Bro, we never shook hands? No longer a problem with StakeHall. You can put it up on social media, share it with your friends, get their pretty judge, problem solved. Check them out at stakehall.io. That's S-T-A-K-E-H-A-U-L dot I-O. Or go to the iOS and iOS store and download them. Stakehall. Check it out now. This episode is sponsored by Snap Filter Place. 
the number one designer of custom Snapchat geofilters in the US. This is a phenomenal product. If you are out there with Snapchat, having a special event, party, wedding, birthday, who knows, whatever it is, and you need a little Snapchat filter on a location, check out Snap Filter Place. They do stuff, design your own Snapchat filter, have someone design one for you, get one for your business, or even have one for a huge conference you're attending. I personally used one for my birthday party, and it was phenomenal. People were going wild. It allowed us to connect with friends who weren't even at my party because they're out of town or busy. It's absolutely fantastic. Definitely check them out at snapfilterplace.com for your very own Snapchat Geo Filter. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Pod Directory, or SoundCloud. That way, you'll get our latest episodes sent right to your device when they come out every week. For reference, those are all linked up right in the show notes. While you're in there, feel free to leave us a review. If you do, all I can say is two words. Endless gratitude. Writing reviews helps us understand how we can improve the podcast as we all continue along this fun adventure in fashion, fitness, and food. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.